So it's Wisconsin. Smell the dairy air. <laughs> Recording in progress. Hey! It's time for Swaggy! Welcome to the Swaggy Sales Show. In this episode, the Swaggy Sales guys discuss getting started in sales. Hey everybody, it's that time again. It is Swaggy time. It's Swaggy Sales Show. How's everybody doing today? We've got, uh, well, I'm Ben. We've got Roger here. Roger, hello. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Good to see you, boss man. Good to see you. Good to be seen. You look like you're ready to go golfing again. Not today. Not, Not today. today. It's pretty dreary outside. It's a little wet. That's all right. Sam the man is here. Sam Pierce, how are you? Better than I deserve, Ben. How are you doing? I'm good. What day is today, Sam? Today, today is actually leg day. Wait, what? That's right. Throw me right. off, man. <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't skip leg day. <laughs> uh, that is absolutely true. Friends don't let friends skip leg day. That's right. So don't don't skip it. Good to see you here, Sam. Uh, we've got our producer, Bowen. Bowen, Bowen, what's up? What's up? I, I called hey. you Bowen, but he that wasn't Broen. on purpose. Was that like a yeah. bro, can, bro, bro can, slip? Yeah, Broen. Can that be your name? That's, that's perfect. Bowen. <laughs> yeah, Broen. I'm doing great. I, it's actually my first official podcast to sit in on. I've, I've silently... No, you Sad haven't always on. been silent. You've had I, some yeah, like I've some appearances, a little bit guest guest interjections. Can I guess you do your Seth MacFarlane. You're you're brought to you by brought to you by. Yeah, when you hear that, that's Bowen. Yeah, that's yeah. Bowen. It sounds dead up like Seth MacFarlane every single time. Yeah. Uh, and Bowen, I have to draw attention to the awesome shirt that you are wearing today. Thanks. Yep. Uh, would you? It's a classic. <laughs> it, it's shaped like the state of Wisconsin, and what does it say? It says Wisconsin. Smell the dairy air. <laughs> Smell the dairy air. Uh, Let's get a shot just, of that. That's awesome. We get a shot of that. Smell the dairy awesome. air. That's worth it. Well, we're having fun today. This is the the Swaggy Sales Show. It is the swaggiest show that that we know of, as far as we can tell. The swaggiest show sure. out there. What is your, your? I think your your Lincoln is like the swaggiest show around. Is that, I think it's been the your, swaggiest show for miles. For miles, we'll have there to figure go. that one out. Um, but yeah, we uh, we want you to know right here on the front of the call where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on anywhere that podcasts are found. Twitter, you Twitter, can find Stitcher, us. Stitcher, yep. Overcast. You should Google Swaggy Sales, and you'll find probably everything. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. the actual show. Yeah, you can find that on the website for mm-hmm. sure at SwaggySales.com. Swaggy Sales. There you go. And then you Thank can you. find that on all the uh, all the uh, mm-hmm. podcast uh, players. Th- thanks to Broen. Thanks to Broen. Thanks, Broen. <laughs> Broen reminds me of Brolin. Broland? Yeah. No, so not Broland. Brolin. Like Who, who's that actor? Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. So and when you dad. said Broen, I thought of Josh Brolin. And then the most recent commercial where he's playing the stuntman and he runs down in the and the uh, you know the night shadow. What's it called? The Grim Reapers chasing right. him. And he says, "When you're the stuntman, you cheat death." That's yeah, what you, you do. cheat death. Yeah. So how many? That's, that's Bowen. I've seen that. He has his dad is in a show too. It's pretty funny. Um, what's his dad's name? Jo- uh. <laughs> Josh? No. No, Josh. I, I'm looking it up right now because this yeah. kills me. Yeah. But while we're doing this, um, has anybody seen the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Has that anyone gone to see that yet? It's on the list. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard I have not. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Do we are, are you all Marvel fans? Or do you like the the Avengers or the universe? Like there's the, yes. well, there's I love yes Marvel. to all. Yeah. Okay, so there's the movies, but then there's also the Netflix series. And this is all in the same universe. Yeah, Daredevil on Netflix is phenomenal. That's that's some great is stuff. It? Oh yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. My sons have watched it, but I've I've not 
not partaking in that. It's worth yeah. the time. It's worth the time. And uh, I have to say that um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is, is better than the first one, in my no, opinion. So you've in seen my, it. In my humble opinion. You've seen it. It was hilarious. Last night? I thought the first uh, one was Last great. weekend. Last yeah, week. I opening the first weekend. one. It was good. So go see it. And by the way, for everyone who's as curious as me, James Brolin is Josh's dad. James Brolin. He's been around for a while. Yeah. 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 So that's who you reminded me of. When you said Brolin, I was like, I'm like, he's kind of got that hair. <laughs> he kind of got that hair. <laughs> that Hollywood hair? Hollywood hair. Brought to you by Better Hair Product. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, today we are talking about a fun topic. We decided we were going to discuss um, beginning in sales and how we all got our start in sales. What our first thoughts, impressions uh, were and, and that n- might not necessarily mean insurance. I don't know. We're going to see where this takes us. But uh, Sam, you're the the newest one here at the table, at least. You're would we call him a rookie, Roger? Is he still? A I don't rookie? know. I think Manny, you had a breakthrough week this week. You're still rookie status as far as time goes, but experience and hitting the charts. And I mean, you had a number one hit this week. In the past seven days, how much AP have you submitted, Sam? Uh, over ten thousand. In seven days. You mean, right? you mean you can write $10,000 a week on final expense leads? Absolutely. What? That's crazy. Right? No. How much final expense training and experience did you have prior to this relationship? Zero. None. None. What? No. <laughs> Didn't even know it was a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. It is. Well, congratulations. Brought to man. you by Better Training. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, you're about out of a job. Um, yeah, he actually did that impressive. a little bit better than me, yeah. I think. I don't know. Well, there's the original, and then there's Roger's maybe, maybe there's 2.0. I don't know. Roger's a man of many talents. That's yeah. good. Well, it's good to have a, a backup, yeah. just in case. Well, good job, Sam. So you, what was your – you were in sales before you actually started with us selling life insurance. Yeah, very very, very briefly. Uh, so I started out my first real job out of college. I was a bad guy catcher for Target. I was uh, <laughs> managing the store for what felt like 40 hours a week and also for another 40 hours a week. I was at the store trying to keep merchandise on the shelves and keep it from walking out the door without being paid for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always kind of been in a non-traditional jobs, um, which I'd say that's definitely one of them. We saw some non-traditional things. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, yeah, getting into health insurance sales was exciting. Um, it was definitely a big leap, um, but there was no team at all. Uh, there was there was nobody to uh, to help train me or push me. Um, so that was a um, you know big thing that I was looking for, and and uh, something that I really so found here. Did you go from like an hourly or a salary job to commission? That's right. I went from a a really well paying salary job, especially for you know someone brand new out of college. To a hundred percent commission sales right away, so it was definitely scary. What was that like? It was super scary. Uh, I remember when I was thinking about it, you know, uh, that uh, you know, kind of going over my mind if if it was something that I think that I thought I would want to do. I I remember hearing something from Steve Harvey, and he said every mm-hmm. successful person at one point. They have to take the leap. You have to jump. Absolutely. You got to jump. Was that when he was talking to the audience after uh, or right before they filmed um, Family Feud? I don't know the context, but probably. There's like that really, uh, that long, like seven minute inspirational speech by Steve Harvey. He's the man. He gives another one when he's getting out of a car in a parking garage and he's just talking to the camera and he says, you got to jump. He's the hardest working man in showbiz. That's what they say. And he can take the knocks and keep on going, man. (laughs) Apparently. And he called the wrong winner at the... (laughs) Columbia. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wrong. Take her crown back, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So this year's Oscars totally, like, redeemed him. (laughs) (laughs) He's not the only one. Yeah, I know. Steve Harvey was loving it at this year's Oscars. 
Well, Roger, you, uh, you're on the other end of the spectrum at this table. You've got the most sales experience. Can you remember a time when you weren't in sales? Um, boy, it's, it goes all the way back to, I guess I was 26, 26 years old. Yeah. So what were you doing when you were 26? Um, well, when I was 26, I, I, I saw a network marketing business plan. Okay. We'd only been married maybe a year. We were, actually it was probably when I was 25. Um, so 22 years ago, I mean, that's, that's, that's what were you doing before that? Uh, I was actually doing youth ministry. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I went to a Christian college, small Christian college in Canada. Canada. Yeah. In Canada, according to you, uh, <laughs> that's all things can't Canadian in Canada. It's all inclusive. Kind of like Americana, oh, right? Yeah. Is it not and, called Canadian? I thought that's what it was. <laughs> and, um, so I went to a small college there and, uh, I had met my wife and, mm-hmm. Uh, we were dating, but I was doing student ministries at a small church. Dating is sales. Dating is sales, yeah. So I had to sell myself there. <laughs> and we were just working with uh, junior high kids and high school kids at a, at a, uh, a Toronto area church, basically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was working part-time, and I was actually selling flooring products uh, on the side as another part-time job to support my... Oh, great. We've got callers coming in. We will have a caller coming in in just a minute, but not that caller. So, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, there we go. We, we will have a call in on today's show. Since I'm on the podcast, but I was on the screen the call. Yeah. So. so I was on, uh, I was doing carpet flooring sales. Carpeting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. People would walk into the store and you'd help them pick out carpet. It right. wasn't that difficult. I, I wouldn't the, call it real sales. I, I know the answer to this question, but after 20 plus, is it 20 years? No. Longer no, 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 no. Longer than that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so 20 plus years. We've been married 25 years this year, and, and I had started like the year I was I got married, essentially. Okay. So okay. almost 25 years in sales. So 20 plus years in sales. Mm-hmm. You ever going back? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Best job on earth, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to follow up to the story because I started on, on something that I didn't finish. And then mm-hmm. a couple of years into our marriage, while I was doing those two things, I saw a network marketing mm-hmm. idea. And I thought, this is great. Why doesn't everybody do this? I jumped on that. And then I started showing the business plan for that. Uh, we'll leave the name un, you know, undisclosed on that. But sure. uh, not that I'm here to promote or disparage anything because that was a great learning learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a great training ground. I learned how to read books. I learned how to get around people who thought different than me. Mm-hmm. And um, I was literally going from home to home showing this business plan, literally selling the idea. Not necessarily selling products, but selling the idea. And... You know, we, I think we put like 350 distributors into that thing at the time, mm-hmm. you know, pre-internet, pre, mm-hmm. you know, mobile technology and sure. Facebook and all that stuff. So I had fun doing that. Uh, didn't make much, <laughs> but I had fun doing it. And I realized I had this thing uh, in me, a kind of entrepreneurial thing, but uh, this ability to tell people a story to speak to them about the value, meet a need, find a need, and mm-hmm. and uh, make them basically uh, help them make a decision to participate. Mm-hmm. So uh, that for me was my foray into sales. I, I wish people could see that you're smiling like from ear to ear as you yeah. talk about this. Yeah. Like you are someone who truly eats, breathes, sleeps it. You love it. Yeah, yeah, it's I like it. I mean, if you got if if it's good. Now there's plenty of people out there in the sales business that you know scam people. There's scammers in this industry. And I don't know if I'd call that sales. I guess but, it is. Well, but they're still selling something. That's and true. It doesn't smell that great. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. So. Let me let me clarify. That's a personal preference. Like I just hate that they would be even lumped into the same kind of thing I, that I, I do. For I them. But you're you're absolutely right. Well, that's where people in the sales industry, people who are not in the sales industry, they're kind of like 
they see both sides or they hear both sides and sometimes they have a disdain or mm-hmm. a slightly bad taste in their mouth about what sales really is. Yeah. I think that that, and maybe Sam, you can speak to this. Like, is that like a, uh, an inhibitor for people to make the leap from like a secure job with a, a salary or, you know, regular hours into something that's commission based is worried, like how they'll be perceived as they're selling. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, you know, the perceived reputation is a big part of it. You know, to step from a, a management position with mm-hmm. a fancy title to being a salesman, for mm-hmm. most people, that sounds like a huge step down. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you can be helping people in a phenomenal way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's it's kind and of making like, a lot more money too. Absolutely. That's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. I was absolutely. looking at a, a resume today of someone who might be joining our team eventually. We're going to vet him, of course. But his uh, his resume said at the very top, "Show me the money." <laughs> and I was like, "I got to talk to this guy because it is it is not just the best." job on earth as far as I'm concerned you you don't have a boss you don't have a limit you don't always have a, a ceiling or a floor it just depends on your your platform of course or your organization but we we pride ourselves in, in the insurance sales as um, go-getters and people that really want to go out there and, and make a living make, uh-huh. make a good living yeah so uh, I think this would be a good time uh, based on the time frame that we gave him to bring on Mark so let's call him up uh, Mark Jeanet is one of our producers down in Louisiana from the Bayou and we've talked about him a good bit on this show. He's made uh, one or two. We made one or two references to him. So, Roger, you going to bring him on? Yeah, we're going to try to do that right now. All right, this is uh, new new territory, uncharted territory for the Swaggy Sales Show. We're doing our first call in. This is a big moment. Drum roll. I was going to have to insert some kind of drum roll. <laughs> That'll work. We're sorry, your call did not go through. <laughs> Will you please try your call again? We're sorry. There you go. There you go. It wouldn't be as satisfying if we didn't have some failure along the way. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Here we go. Feel the suspense building. I'm glad he didn't pick up the first time. That would be much too Hello. Easy. Hello, Mark Jonay. Hey, Raj, how y'all doing? <laughs> we're, we're good. We're good. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm in this great town of, uh, let's see, Pearl Bridge. Of where? Cajunville, USA. Spell that. <laughs> Spell that for us. Bro, B-R-E-A-U-X. Bridge, just like you normally say, B R I D G E, and you could do bro about a hundred ways down here. Uh, that's why I had to ask. That's incredible. Are you um are you on the road right now on your way to to sell some insurance? Yeah, I'm. In fact, I'm sitting here waiting because I got a little admin to do. I'm going to uh, rewrite an app, and uh, you know the process isn't perfect. I got to rewrite the app because all of a sudden in the city says. I, his wife says you don't have CHF congestive heart failure. <laughs> And I go, oh, you kidding? And I got him with a, a company that really writes a, a, the next best product. But so I'm here. I'm going to get him recovered. Good for you. Heard. You're going to get him a better product. <laughs> yeah, a better product, of course. That's what we're here to do, Roger. I love you it. The culture for it, and that's what we do. Mark, I'm going to put you on the spot. How many of the Swaggy Sales podcasts have you listened to so far? I was listening to responding to one before we got on the phone. <laughs> really, I was I was re- I was responding to the swaggy sales guy with his arms wide open, with a panorama view behind him of a, of an infinite view of mountains. 
<laughs> just recently. Well, I, I know you love what we're doing. On a scale of one to ten, Mark, how swaggy are you? Uh, well, I guess I got to embrace this new this new kind of culture. You know, I'm 57, so I'm as swaggy as a 57 year old can swag. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, tell us a little bit about you. Where Where do you live, Mark? I live in New Orleans, Louisiana. I've been there, grew up all my life. Went to high schools down the river from New Orleans. A uh, little small uh, uh, high school, St. Bernard High School, and then attended UNO in, in, in New Orleans. Cool. So I've been there all my life. Cool, cool. And y- your family? My family, the same way. I have one sister that she lives in Denver now, but everybody's still, still home. I got one buddy, one brother who lives uh, further down. St. Bernard than I do, but um, he's, uh, so everybody else is in town, so my family's here also, except for my daughter, she lives in Memphis. Good stuff, good stuff, Mark. We're talking today about uh, beginning a a career in sales, and that's not necessarily industry specific, we're just kind of talking about the culture, and uh, you you have a background um, before you came on and, and started doing what we do on our team, what did you do prior to that? I was in construction. I've been in and out of that business, self-employed, for about 30, 35 years. Uh, I started off with my grandfather working on rental property. He showed me something that I enjoyed to do, so I got into construction at an early age. He just let, Sometimes he'd drop me off in the middle of the day with a bunch of tools and material, and he'd point to what he wanted done, and I'd eventually get it done. <laughs> and from that, it just blossomed into being in business for myself. And so I was in construction, a general contractor. And I did that for off and on for about 30, 35 years. Interesting. This is an honest question. I, I really don't know where you're going to go with this, but is being your own boss in an in a industry like that kind of like being in sales like you are now? Is it, is it the same thing? Well, there's no comparison in the, in the sense of, of who I'm with now. I was a lone wolf. I had, I had a few mentors, but re- really not anything that I really pressed. But now that I'm in a, in a sales position now where I have a system behind me, in a, in, a, in a degree of accountability, there's no comparison. But uh, being, in, being in business for yourself is pretty good. Uh, I'm, I've learned that this is where I should be because I was, a, I was quote, unquote, an awful employee. Uh, I really, outside, I was great. I had a great attitude. But inside, I was just yearning to be on my, on my own, not under the thumb from anybody else because I'd gotten fired once, and it wasn't a fun experience. So that was the last time. I was hired and fired by the last company I worked for. Do you like working for commission? Uh, there's no other way for me. I don't <laughs> like a limit. Uh, to me, I'm, I'm, my resources, my, my abilities are wasted if I have a limit on me. Interesting. Well, Sam was just talking. Sam's here. and uh, you know, you, Have you met Sam in person yet, Mark? I don't think so, but I've seen him posting on Group Me. I've seen lots <laughs> of good things from Sam. I've heard him. I think he was on a call this morning. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. I'm in uh, Crawfishville, USA. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam Sam did some health insurance sales before this, but uh, I think he's the one who most recently went from like a salary job or a, a comfortable job with a base or uh, kind of, I don't know if you'd call it a security blanket. I guess that's probably a good name for it, into something that's like 100% commission. And, uh, you know, what... You know, for for you, Mark, is that something that you know? What what advice would you have for someone like Sam or someone who's considering um, getting into a job like that, like what we do? Well, well, the great thing about it is came from Roger once. You know, you 
one thing good about it, you're the boss, and one thing bad about it, you're the boss. But this has this has an unlimited uh, income potential. Um, what's great being about a commission sales is that uh, the limit is is you, and you know once you decide want you to decide to brace a personal development uh, program, which is going to take the real cap off of you because the limit is your ability. And your abilities are limited because it's all about you. And so since it's all about you, it's not your clients, it's not your leads, it's not your company, it's not anything. It's all about you and how you can develop you. So that part of this business is a challenge. And it's a, it's a constant process. It's not something that you overcome and you're over the, you're over the mountain. It's something that you're always striving for. You're always striving for that personal achievement to make you the better you, the best you that you can possibly be. So you can serve your clients well and you can serve the team. Did you ever have like, uh, like an aha moment when you first jumped on board and started doing these, uh, these, these sales calls? <laughs> Well, you know, that's a great question, Ben. It's usually, it, I, I could usually like, I could sum it up like this. I used to think miracles were rare. Now <laughs> I think miracles happen every day. Oh, that's awesome. Miracles are something that happens, happens every day in my life. I mean, unexplained phenomena, things that I can't put my finger on, but I know they work. And so you say aha moments. I have aha moments every day. They're, they may not be gigantic, but in the beginning they were gigantic aha. Mm -hmm. And uh, but now I find myself in this this personal development program where you know I'm constantly asking questions. I'm constantly figuring out the pain that I'm going through. It's usually something that I have to overcome. And when I engage that process and say, "Ooh, this ouch hurts," there's a reason why it hurts. Let me find out why. I address the problem. And when I find out why, it's like, oop, aha, there it is. And now I know what I need to do. And whether or not I do it is, 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 is the next step. But ahas come every day for me, but not as big and giant as they were in the beginning. That's really funny. I think it's, uh, I think, you know what I think is pretty swaggy of you, Mark? I think uh, it's pretty swaggy. You didn't even mention compensation, deposits, commission, money, making a living, uh, earning a good living. You didn't say anything about that. That's a that's a nice byproduct, no. though. You got to admit. Well, I know some famous people long, 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 long time ago. The first thing they they asked for is wisdom, and I learned from reading those those examples and, and watching and hearing about those examples in life and. From the successful people that I've been in business with, you know, they didn't talk about compensation first. They didn't talk about money. They talked about, what do I want? What do I want to achieve in life? And I looked at the fruit of the tree in their lives and I saw they were happy people. Their mm -hmm. kids were happy. Mm -hmm. They were well-balanced. They, when they were faced with challenges, they didn't crinkle and, 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 and shrink up and, and go away. They faced their challenges head on. And, you know, sometimes they cried through them. Sometimes they, you know, they bled through them. And sometimes they, they you know, they, they were successful in them and they overcame them. And, that, and so I want to be that same type of person that, you know, money's going to come. Money's just a byproduct of your personal development and your relationship building with other people. So to me, that's the most important thing. The commissions are going to come. The commissions, you know, they're going to promise you commissions of, of you know, the 150%. But you know what? That's usually pie in the sky commissions that I earned are going to be something that's going to be earned. And uh, so that's, that's why it's not that important to me, but it's going to come anyway, the byproduct. Yeah. Sales is opportunity. 
Amen. <laughs> Unlimited. It's uh, it's interesting, you know, Mark. As you're talking about, I, I think about Ben. Uh, ben back to when I was in sales. So I transitioned out of the carpet business, okay? And when I had, uh, when my, when Rose first got pregnant and we started having babies, I realized I was gonna have to make more money than what I was making. So I transitioned to an inside sales position and it was more like customer service. You were just handling calls as they were coming in. It wasn't really sales. They called it sales, they call it inside sales. It wasn't inside sales. <laughs> I was like customer service. It was just a lot of running around to do. Well, I figured out that wasn't my gig. So then I got a job with an electronics company doing inside sales, but it was outbound calling. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily inbound calling. So then I got my first taste of outbound sales. Well, that kind of whet my appetite again because now we're competing with the other guys in the office for sales and the other girls in the office for sales. And one of my best buddies, who's still one of my best friends today, we both worked in that office together and we competed. And so the camaraderie and the rivalry got my attention. The teamwork, Sam, that you talked about, that kind of stirred the pot. And I liked that environment. I didn't like the lone wolf stuff because that was boring. You know, you don't even know what to measure yourself against when you don't have anybody to, to you know, to right. measure against. And so, but I, I realized the cap there was still limited been kind of like your sales career when you first got started you know doing the the goat milk soap thing and uh so uh then i found out about this advertising gig and so i got uh one of our guys went and interviewed for this company that was launching in canada selling advertising products and i went to look at it and uh, they hired me and i i remember going out for my first sales appointment okay now this is the picture i just wanted to paint for you real quick i'm hoping i can get through this story quick so you guys can hang on to listen but i go in and they put me with this guy they call the sales manager and mark i know you're listening this sales manager guy uh you know we'll we'll call him uh we'll call him uh rodrigo well he could have been a rodrigo but it was more like winston or something like that winston we're just gonna call him winston okay now now winston um he was uh he was old school old school hair slicked back with like brill cream you know that 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 style that sounds so much like a rodrigo oh yeah but he wasn't he wasn't okay you know he, okay. he was he was straight up white canadian okay so 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 this guy he was, and he was probably 57 years old 55 to 60 and brill cream in the hair this guy smoked like a chimney i mean smoked in his car he had a two car a two door el dorado you know like it, the car you know with the great oh, big heavy doors it was kind of a car like that yeah. with the great big heavy doors that when you shut the door you kind of had to lift it to get it shut because they would drop over time and, when, and you know they really bang okay that's kind of how heavy the doors were he had the plaid you know the the tweed jacket with the patches i know they're back now yeah. i know those are back in style but back then they were out okay so he was be, wearing be honest mark how many of those do you have in your closet well, I'm, I just told my son I'm getting one within the next month. I think they're cool. I'm going to get a bike, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so he had the, the tweed jacket with the patches on, and we go out, and he's my trainer. And I get in the car with him, and I'm just trying to figure out how to, like, I'm going to breathe the rest of the day. Because this dude is smoking in his car, and he's got brown, brown polyester pants on, tweed jacket, brown shoes, patches on the elbows, kind of a scruffy looking mustache. I don't even know if he had shaved that morning and the hair was like, you didn't know if it was grease or brill cream in the, in the hair. And we were going out to sell advertising and he went and sold an ad package, an advertising package to this client and he got them to commit to like $32,000 a year on this advertising package. 
and it was straight up hardcore sales. And my eyes were like saucers, man. I was like, what in the heck just happened? We get back to the office and I'm trying to calculate this guy's commission. And I was trying to figure I was trying to figure out how to break thirty-five thousand a year in earnings, okay? And this guy just sold a thirty-five thousand dollar ad package to this company, business to business. And I thought, man, if this guy can do this. I am going to freaking light it up. Did you go out and buy some Brill Cream? No, I definitely didn't buy the Brill Cream. And a follow-up question to that, what is Brill Cream? I'm just kidding, go on. Uh, you, I don't know, what is that stuff? You know what I'm talking about, right? They comb it in, like, dude. Dapper Dan Man stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 you remember the movie Old Brother Art, though? Of course, how yeah. could I not? Dapper Dan, Dan Man. <laughs> I don't want five, damn it. <laughs> Dapper Dan Man. Isn't this a geographical oddity? We're 30 minutes from everywhere. <laughs> anyway, so um, three weeks from everywhere is what he said, yeah, in that movie. But anyway, this guy was the trainer, and I thought, if I can do this, well, interestingly enough, you know, you implement a system, and you learn from people, and there's someone to learn from in every sales system, mm-hmm. and if the product's good and you believe in it, but this guy was out for the wrong reasons. So my, my circle back to some people getting sales for the wrong reasons and kind of take advantage. This guy was doing stuff after a while. We found out he was doing stuff, above, you know, that was not above board. And uh, he was cutting corners and uh, siphoning more commissions for himself where he could if there was possible. And Well, he didn't last long. I ended up replacing that guy as the manager in that office after only about <laughs> oh, like six boy. months. But you got to have ethics when you're in the business because there's that kind of salesperson. Right. And then there's what we do. Right. And what's the difference, you know? And so to me, the difference is huge. But to people on the outside looking in, sometimes mm-hmm. they can't see the difference. So getting started in sales can mean so much mm-hmm. for, to one person who's entering mm-hmm. or someone else who's entering. Right. And it depends on their perspective of experiences that they've had in the past. Absolutely. I think you have to look for something that provides value, something you can really get behind. And if that's a vacuum cleaner or a magazine subscription, knock yourself out. That's fine. But if you can believe in it and you believe in yourself, I can't imagine doing anything else or doing anything better. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, I know you got to make that sale, man. I know you got to go fix that guy with congestive heart or pseudo congestive heart <laughs> failure. Write him something better. Uh, but, dude, thank you so much for for joining the call today for being on uh, being on our podcast. Well, I really enjoyed the, the conversation with y'all. It's, it's nice hanging around folks that are on the on the path to success and folks that that have embraced this culture that Roger has put together. It, it's a wonderful thing. I know that they've made a gigantic difference in my life. Well, thank and you. My family. Consider this an introduction. We'll, we'll get you on here again soon. Hey, Mark. Mark yeah. Make me one promise, okay? Yeah. So, I know that you probably, I mean, there's a reason why you won the Difference Maker of the Year Award last year, okay? There, there's a reason. And it's because you're all heart. You do things for people that other people wouldn't do because it's the right thing to do all the time. And I know that's, that's how you operate. That's who the center of your core is. But please... If you buy that tweed jacket with the patches, please stay w- stay away from the grill cream and don't take up smoking, okay? <laughs> I will take a picture of it, though, when I get it. Then I'll be thinking of y'all. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thanks again, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Oh, we had fun. Great, great All right. time. See you guys. See, See you, Mark. Everybody. Yeah, bye-bye. Well, before we close here, there's uh, there's one other person I got to hear from, and that that's Bowen. Because Bowen, you are you're pretty familiar at this point with our business. You've been yeah. you've, you've known us for how long? 
It's been four, four or five months now. Four or five mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you're technically self-employed. You are not yeah. just technically. You are self-employed. <clears throat> That's right. So there's a sales element to that. Can mm-hmm. you speak to that? And like, do you do you like your job, or is there anything you would change about your job, or or tell us, you know, how you kind of got started doing your own sales? Yeah. So I mean, honestly. It, Whatever you do, whether that's bagging groceries or you know, or an actual sales job, you are in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you're going for an interview, you're in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, like courting your wife, you're in sales. Mm-hmm. So courting, you know, there's a word. Yeah, <laughs> I'm old school. <laughs> Brought to you by old school. Brought to you by real cream. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and and what it, a lot of that boils down to is caring about people, mm-hmm. and uh, and I care about people. I care about my clients. I want to make sure that um, I'm able to give them the best um, brand development services they they need, marketing services they need. And if I can't do that, if if it's not a good fit, I want to make sure that they, mm-hmm. you know, find help them to find the right the right fit. Right. Right. So. Um, yeah, I think, I think just caring about people and uh, those those are my big things. And if and if I can do that well, then I've succeeded. And if you're good at what you do, if you're good at what you do, you can fund your own health insurance and your own four hundred one k and all that other stuff that people kind of lean on. Uh, I think when fear maybe holds them back. And we probably didn't dedicate enough time on on that topic uh, yeah, to this podcast. Maybe that's another one. Sure. Absolutely, Roger. Did you have a thought? Oh, you've got a Google image. Pulled search. up the image of Brill Cream. That is not how Since I thought it was spelled. Brill Cream. There's Since a 1928. Brill Cream. Oh yeah, it looks like Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. My uh, comment. My my question. Good. My closing question to to Bowen is this. Bowen, you've been around our culture now for yeah. five months, mm-hmm. right? You're doing a lot of great work for us. Yep. Uh, he's responsible for the production of this show and a lot of other things on our web content and creative. Uh, and this is a sales culture that you probably weren't exposed to before. Yeah, no, right? that's, that's true. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How, wh- what is your takeaway on the, the strength of the culture of this uh, sales identity, this sales career here? Right. Well, I think, like I just said, I mean, most, I, I've been a part of a sales culture maybe in college. I, I worked at a, a Land Rover dealership, and so that was definitely sales. Mm-hmm. Um, but those guys were out for the, the, the bottom line, the commission, right? Mm-hmm. And and you've done a good job, Roger, of developing a culture of caring about people. And the the product that you guys are selling, life insurance, it lends itself really well to that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you know if you you're helping them find the right thing to, to take care of, set up a legacy for their family, and um, it's a it's a really beautiful thing and and it's an easy thing to get behind as a salesperson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and Sam, is it the swaggiest job you've ever had? Oh, absolutely, hands down. <laughs> Do you feel more swaggy now than you did? Yes, yes. <laughs> I feel swaggy now that I don't have to wear red and khaki every day. <laughs> <laughs> red and khaki. Closing uh, closing takeaways for new people listening to the to the uh, call. Um, in sales. You did, you did health, and now you're doing life with this team. Uh, what is the difference in what, what, are, what are one or two or three of the biggest um, things that you would attribute to success in sales, being successful in sales? I guess the first one is, like I said before, you got to take the leap. Uh, and that, you know, taking a leap isn't you know, just, just taking a risk, but it's also fully committing. Mm-hmm. Once you jump off, you can't go back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So you have to fully commit and be invested. Uh, and then also you have to, you know, find something that fits you. Um, you know, if you are a lone wolf and you can survive, that's great. But you need to, if, if you're a team player like me, you need to find a team that's going to help you to grow. Mm-hmm. you got to commit, jump in, find something that fits you, and find a team. Absolutely. Is team important in your sales success? Absolutely, 100%. 100%? Couldn't do it, couldn't do it otherwise. And just for the listeners, when, uh, when Sam gets really excited talking about team and, and sales he he flexes his pecs it's involuntary <laughs> but they get they get a little swole, they get a little swole. he's doing the terry cruise right now <laughs> just i get excited the That's rock express myself <laughs> all right well we're up on time but uh this has been fun thanks for joining us and uh again check us out uh if you like what you heard you know listen to us uh on the other podcasts on, on whatever medium you use for podcasts we're on uh facebook we're on instagram we're on twitter search swaggy Swiss. Swaggy Sales brought to you by Brill Cream tonight. Brought to you by Brill Cream.